Hi everyone, welcome to Extra Help with Inside Schools. I'm Tom Liam Lynch. Most of what we've talked about in the first few episodes has been about online learning during the coronavirus. Let's pause that topic for a moment to focus on something else. Last week, about 78,000 eighth graders received offer letters for New York City high schools. 78,000. Some families are satisfied with their offers, many are not. And on top of the fact that there's a global pandemic unfolding, the New York City Department of Education has changed some of the rules this year. To help families make sense of their high school offers, I invited Inside School's senior editor, Laura Zingmond, to share her advice. Laura, as you know, high school offer letters went out recently. Can you shed some light on that process for families? Like, what do those letters mean, and what do you do if you're not satisfied with your offer? Sure. For one, if you're happy with your placement, congrats, that's great. You don't have to do anything. You, you've been assigned to a school. Um, if, you were, if you received an offer for a specialized high school as well as placed at a school at, um, that you ranked on your application at 12, you will need to make a choice um, and you'll have to decide by April 22nd. Uh, that's the latest deadline date that the DOE posted. So you have some time to think about it. A difficult decision is um, a privilege, so enjoy it. And I'm sure either way, it'll work out well for you. Um, the thornier issue is if you're not happy with your placement. Now there's some new procedures in place this year and we're all getting used to it. Um, first is if you were placed at a school you ranked on your application but it wasn't your first choice. Um, hopefully you ranked a lot of schools on the application that you um, liked and it seems like that the majority of people got one of their top three choices so that's great hopefully you're in that position. Um, any school that you ranked higher than the one you're placed at you'll be on a wait list but hopefully you're really happy with the school that you were placed at even if it wasn't your first choice. Um, you're on the wait list and that process will have to play out and schools will be contacting students as space opens up. But in the meantime, and this is advice for everyone um, regarding their placement, take the time to give your school a fresh look, your, the high school you're placed at a fresh look, read up on it, maybe reach out to the school with some questions, post uh, uh, questions on the in the comments section on the school's profile page inside schools there are some schools that have been hot with comments I know Manhattan Center for Science and Math um, or Math Manhattan Center for Math and Science sorry um, that there's a lot of activity on that people posting questions and sharing news that they're going next year and there are a lot of schools um, uh, that um, have active comments section now so place a few questions and hopefully a student or a staff member from the school will respond and we'll also do our best at prod schools to respond to. The bigger issue is if, if you were placed at a school either that you ranked on your application or you placed at a school you didn't rank on your application so you didn't you weren't um, offered a spot at any of the schools that you ranked on and you really believe it's just not a appropriate because your circumstances have changed since you applied and that's in the case if you actually rank the school you're now it's a um, onerous um, commute 
very long medical reasons. Um, you really feel this, you have a disability, you really feel the school's not equipped to address your needs. What to do? Um, in the past, we would have a round two, a supplemental round, and we'd have appeals. That is all gone. And you are still on the wait list for every school that you ranked on your application. That's still a possibility, but I don't know how much of a possibility that is. It depends on the schools you ranked higher. Um, some schools probably have longer wait lists than others. So um, my advice has all along been manage your expectations about whether you'll actually see movement on the wait list school you're hoping to get into. The good news is that even in previous years, nothing much happened right away. And I say that's good news because you have time to take a deep breath, particularly this year. A lot is going on. You're adjusting to remote instruction, um, just new routines. Um, hopefully you're taking time to find ways to connect with your friends because you're not seeing them. And spend um, your time and efforts on that right now. Even in prior years, if you were seeking to get a different um, high school placement, nothing happened right away. It often didn't happen for a few months. And as frustrating as that can be in, um, at this moment in time, it may be a blessing. You have time. So my advice is, as unpleasant as it is, try not to stress too much on it because there's not a whole lot that can be done now. <laughs> Save your time and effort for when um, you might be able to get a different result. Um, so what to do though, at, in the meantime, first, take a look at the school you apply to, try to um, give it a fresh look. Um, and if you really feel you need to seek out a, um, a different placement and you don't think the wait lists are gonna work out for you, um, I recommend reaching out to your guidance counselor. Um, and that you can shoot an email now. Um, hopefully you have their contact information. The schools convey that to you um, since nobody is at school. Everyone is really busy at school, but hopefully the guidance counselor will get back to you soon and he or she should. Um, if you don't hear back from your guidance counselor, even if it's just to say, I got your message, um, we'll schedule a time in the next few days to talk because they're very busy, that's perfectly acceptable, but they should respond. They should acknowledge it and they should respond and they should um, set up time to um, discuss your concerns. But give them a few days or some time or a week or two to, for that to happen, but you can reach out now and discuss with them. The guidance counselors have been receiving directives from and instructions from the DOE. They should understand the process best and um, know what the different um, ways you can tackle the problem. If you don't hear from the guidance counselor, if they've been unresponsive, hopefully that's not the case. Reach out to the principal and let the principal know. That's unacceptable. That's part of the guidance counselor's job is to help you with this. Not just applying, but also if there are problems once you receive the placements. And hopefully the principal will um, support you in your effort to um, have a conversation with the guidance counselor and get some support. If that still is a problem and you're not getting help at that point, um, I would say reach out to the high school enrollment office. They have an email you can reach out to, and you can also reach out to the Family Welcome Center. Nobody's obviously in the offices now. They are responding via email. We actually, on Inside Schools, we have a whole page, Contact DOE, on the upper right-hand corner at InsideSchools.org. There's a little hamburger menu, we call it. It's those three little bar lines. You click on it and drop down, and then if you'll see the option Contact Department of Ed, and on that page, 
you'll see we have um, contacts for enrollment. High school enrollment is hsenrollment at schools.nyc.gov. We also have a link to the Family Welcome Centers and you'll notice that the DOE has updated the Family Welcome Center information. We link to the DOE's page. Um, you can certainly reach out to them via email. And, and um, if you are having conversations with your guidance counselor and they advise you to do that, perhaps help get your guidance counselor to help you formulate an email to uh, explain what your concerns are. For the time being, that's pretty much what you can do. Waitlists have to play out. And um, this is a new process this year. The DOE has indicated that waitlists will end in July. What does that mean? I guess that any student who's gonna get a spot on the waitlist will get it by July. And after that, the waitlists are disbanded. I think that's an interesting time. And I wanna be clear that processes are still evolving on this. Um, and certainly information being made available is evolving, but it's interesting that it's in July because in prior years, that's the time when we often saw movement for families who are trying to seek a different high school placement. In July is when high schools tend to get their in roster for the upcoming year. That's when they get the list of the students who, you know, committed to coming. And um, that's when the wait list is banned. So that's when they get a firm list. And that's when they know if they have some wiggle room to accept um, another student or two. Um, schools have always had to leave a little space for families new to New York City who move in over the summer who did not participate in the admissions process. So there's, schools have always um, had to accept some students over the summer. Some schools have more space than others, but it's always been the case that sometime in July is when the wiggle room happens, when you have some outreach to um, high schools and they can let you know if they have space. They don't make the final call. It's still handled centrally, but certainly if the high school indicates that they have space and you're a good fit, you can, you know, that can be conveyed to the Family Welcome Center. And that's all to say is that I'm talking about July. We have time. Nothing happens right away. I, I, I said that before, but I want to emphasize that because it's upsetting when you get a placement you're not happy with and you just want to take care of it right away. I understand the impulse, but I also want families and students to um, understand that nothing will happen immediately and that use your time and energies to focus on your lessons and, and finding hobbies and time to enjoy life mainly indoors these days. Certainly, if you're running into problems or if you have other questions, we're here for you at Inside Schools. Reach out, contact at insideschools.org is a great way to send us a question. We're also monitoring the comments. If you post a comment um, on one of our blog posts or on a school profile page, um, we um, will see it. You can um, certainly, you can also let us know if you haven't gotten a response from the school on that. and. We'll find ways to help That's you That's really, really too. helpful, Laura. Thank you so much. And again, if you have any questions, you can reach us um, by all of those means that Laura has shared, whether it's by the contact at insideschools.org, on school-specific pages on our website. And we're also available um, via social media, especially via the Facebook page um, and Twitter as well. So Laura, thanks so much for joining. Great, have a good day. Wow, that was a lot of great information from Laura. Um, we're going to include in the show notes, we'll include um, some of the different resources that Laura mentions um, so that you'll have direct links. And that's all for this episode. But as usual, our engagement does not have to stop here. 
We have plenty of resources online and tools over at InsideSchools.org where you can find independent reviews of city schools and sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll also find us pretty active over on Facebook and on Twitter. Finally, please consider subscribing to our podcast. And if the spirit moves you, leave us some feedback. It means a lot. Until next time, we'll see you online.